The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Great to have you with us. Even greater when we can visit you following a big Georgia Tech road win, which is what you witnessed on Saturday night in Chestnut Hill. Georgia Tech begins the week 3-3 three and three in the ACC after throttling Boston College 71-52. lot to like, a lot to talk about, not only that game, but that thriller. Uh, Wednesday night versus number two Duke didn't go the Jackets way, but certainly you saw some glimpses of the ceiling this team possesses as we move into the next leg of ACC play and Two home games in McCamish this week. We'll start off Wednesday versus Notre Dame. And then Saturday, the defending national champions come to town, the Virginia Cavaliers. Pair of opportunities for Georgia Tech to make some more ground and their climb atop the ACC. We'll discuss it with you tonight, and we'll discuss it, of course, with the head coach, Josh Pastor, who's still wrapping up some media obligations. He'll be joining us momentarily. But you can still line up your questions right now. Two ways to do it. First is on the phone lines, toll-free, 866-477-7020. If you're of the Twitter persuasion, you can always tweet your questions using the hashtag GT60. So Georgia Tech already, and the calendar reads January 13th, they already have their most road ACC wins in a season since 2015-2016. Of course, there was the season opener in Raleigh, that one-point win over North Carolina State. There was the win in Chapel Hill last Saturday. And then this past Saturday, Georgia Tech headed to Chestnut Hill and really controlled the game. They only trailed for 13 seconds, and they pulled away from Boston College 71-52. Take your pick of what you like. Georgia Tech better than 50% shooting, 50.9%. And they held Boston College to 29.8%. Boston College was down a pair of starters, but this was the same roster that four days prior knocked off Virginia at home. And so they'd been playing at a high level coming in. Boston College was 3-1 and one in the ACC, second place behind Duke. But uh, that was short-lived after the Jackets got done with them. Uh, they also shot uh, another game with better than 70% free throw shooting, balanced scoring, which clearly is the formula for Georgia Tech this year. Uh, Jose Alvarado tied a career high with eight assists. Moses Wright had a second straight double-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds for Moses. Beg your pardon, 18 points, 10 rebounds for Moses. James Banks had 13 points, six rebounds, four more blocks on top of his seven versus Duke, so a very productive week protecting the rim for the senior from Decatur. And we'll get Josh Pastor's comments later on on GT60 about Jordan Usher. And at his media availability earlier today, if you missed it, Josh said Jordan Usher played his best game as a Yellow Jacket. Hard-pressed to argue that. 13 points, 6 rebounds, using that energy, marshalling it well, and making winning basketball plays on both ends of the floor. He'll look to continue that Wednesday. We'll tip off at 8.30 Eastern time in McCamish Pavilion, Georgia Tech, and Notre Dame. We'll preview the Fighting Irish a little later on. It seems like the Yellow Jackets and Fighting Irish are uh, fated to play close games from now until all in perpetuity, as we saw last year, both in South Bend, in Atlanta, and then Virginia, which comes in struggling a bit. They've lost two straight. they got to go to Florida State this week uh, in midweek play. So it could be uh, an urgent and desperate Virginia team that comes into McCamish Pavilion on Saturday. But Georgia Tech has proven now 
that it can win on the road in the ACC. The players know it. In fact, they discussed it among themselves in the locker room after the finale on Saturday. They now want to get that home win for the Georgia Tech fans, and we'll see if they can do that in ACC play Wednesday night versus Notre Dame. Again, the numbers to join us here on GT60, toll-free, 866-477-7020. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. We'll take another timeout. Josh Pastor joins us in a matter of moments. So great to have you with us this Monday night for GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans, come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running. Featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous boozy shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers. Up-to-date breaking news on the Yellow Jackets, there's no better source than RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com provides detailed content and results on all Georgia Tech teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcasts, and in-depth interviews about the Jackets, RamblinRec.com is your complete online source for Yellow Jacket sports news when you just have to know. Visit RamblinRec.com and make it your start page each time you log on to the web. Go to the source. Go to RamblinRec.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. It is GT60. You've heard my voice enough. Let's welcome in this man's voice, head coach Josh Pastor, following that 71-52 win over Boston College. How are you? I'm doing well, Andy. Thanks for having me. Sorry I'm a tad bit late. I had a media obligation. We had to finish practice. I had another media obligation, so that's why I was a few minutes late. But as a good teammate, you held the fort down, and uh, I think more people would rather listen to you than me. I really believe well, that. Well, you know what? You, you were fulfilling your obligations with a high motor, multiple effort media yeah, plays. We you appreciate go. you sitting down here with us. So as we were discussing in the first segment, 51% shooting for you guys, yep. 29% shooting for Boston College. That seemed like a very well-executed 
almost workmanlike win you had in Chestnut Hill. Yeah, so can I, I want to talk about Boston College, but I also want to back the week up to Duke as well too. And then I want to even talk a little bit about North Carolina because we did not have a chance to talk about North Carolina other than the podcast we did. Sure. Um, so I just want to kind of hit on that uh, quickly. So over a week ago, we did play at North Carolina, and I really felt on that Friday practice – um, Andy, that, that we were getting better. What happened was we played Florida State on Tuesday, on New Year's Eve. And Wednesday we kind of had a, uh, just a film day and a lifting day. Thursday, Friday, I thought we really practiced well. And I could see us starting to get better. And, and I've told people that we really should be judged on our team based on what we do starting in the Diamond Head Classic when we played Boise State and moving forward because of the fact – we have our full complement of guys and obviously having Alvarado. And I could just see us, even after the Florida State game, we're starting to get better. And we had a great practice Thursday. We had a really good practice Friday. I thought we had a high-level shoot-around Saturday morning, and it's just a direct correlation. It all went in hand-in-hand, hand, and, it, and it just the rhythm, the flow, the energy allowed it to be at a high level on Saturday evening, and we jumped on them early. And we jumped on them in, in times in the second half, and we had a, 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 an incredible win. And and I think part of the way we won the game and the way we jumped on them, I think deflated North Carolina even for their, this light, late stretch they've had were a couple of their losses. I think our game affected them. I really believe that um, because I don't think anyone saw that coming. And we played at a high level. And then, and then we're coming, so we have a great win at North Carolina, and then we come back to play Duke on Wednesday, and Duke just got done beating Boston College on that Saturday, you know, by a, by a high margin, and um, and obviously Duke's, you know, if not the best team, you know, the second best team in the country, third best, whatever you want to call it, but um, they're a really, really good basketball team with tons of talent, and I thought this was going to be a really good test for us, and again, I was concerned on Monday going into practice that after, because are we going to be a fat cat after the win on Saturday versus Carolina, everyone patting you on the on the on the rear end, telling you how good you are, and all of a sudden you digest that praise, and um, you start feeling good about yourself, and you don't have that same edge, that chip on your shoulder. Because I knew when we lined up in that national anthem, looking across at North Carolina, I could see the sweat coming down from our guys, ready to go. And so I was concerned, are they going to have that same fire? And I told our guys, our ability for a championship-level program is you can't just do it against high, against the, a certain name on the front of a jersey. It's got to be night in, night out, that internal drive, that motor. It's got to be that all that time. And so in the, so Monday's practice got, got spirited, got heated, got intense, uh, chippy, and it was fiery. And, um, and I mean, there was a couple times I had to break some guys up and this and that. And because of the intensity, I said, okay, man, I know now we're ready to go Wednesday against Duke. There was no fat cat and, 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 and allowing us to, to digest any praise on, on, from Saturday's game. And, um, and I really felt we played well versus Duke. We had two tough stretches the end of the first half where we had some of those turnovers. And in a situation like Duke, again, the turnovers – ended up biting us in the rear. but And then late in the second half, we could, we had some open looks and we missed some short shots that if you just make a couple, we end up winning the game. And a team like Duke, you got to be able to make those open shots, those open plays. Um, and that, and that you know, and, and then in the end, Duke pulled away and, and got the win. But we played at a high level. 
we competed well enough, and I'm not into moral victories. I'm not in just to get having to, to compete well, and we're here to win games, you know. And um, and but but I we were we we and we probably should have won the game after the game. Coach Krzyzewski uh, came up to me and said, "Man, you guys are a really good basketball team." Um, and he said, and he's told me, he said, um, um, like this was a hard. I mean, this was a great win for us, meaning Duke. He said, that, like, we didn't just, like, play. But we had to play at a high level to beat you guys. And I thought that was a great compliment in the sense that, like, they didn't, like, play bad or had a squeak. Through. I mean, they had to play at a high level to beat us, and they did. They played. When you watch the tape of that game, they played at a high level, and they had to play at a high level to beat mm-hmm. us. And so I could tell us we're getting better. So then we're playing Boston College Saturday, and he's on the road. Um, and by the way, Wednesday, wow, was the atmosphere incredible. The, the noise, the intensity, the passion, uh, the fans, it was off the chain. It was off the charts. I mean, man, I wanted to bottle that up. And I was so thankful for the fans because they just, they just really helped us and kept giving us mm-hmm. a great lift. No reason we can't duplicate that let's, for Wednesday let's and Saturday, keep du- though. And, and let's keep duplicating that because I had so many people told me that was that's what it was like back in the day um, and and uh, back in the day when they had, um, you know, the Thriller Dome going. So, um, anyway, uh, we uh, – um, <clears throat> Saturday versus Boston College – and I knew it was going to be a tough game. I think Boston College runs really good stuff. I think Coach Christian's a great coach. He's a very good offensive-minded coach. They just beat Virginia, and and beating Virginia is hard to do. And scoring 60 points against Virginia, Virginia comes in as the holding teams the lowest points mm-hmm. per game. And so and then so I told our guys, guys, we have got to take the next step in our program. We've got to be able to put a 40-minute game together. And I really felt we played well Saturday. We found a way to win. We defended at a high level. Um, I thought Jose Alvarado and Bubba Parham, they didn't score a lot, and neither did Michael DeVoe, but they played well enough to help, you know, because it's all about guard play, Andy. Everything's about guard play, guard play, guard play. In college basketball, it's about guard play. And, and I've said this. If Jose Alvarado, Bubba Parm, and Michael DeVoe all play exceptionally well, we have a high probability of winning the game. If two of those three play exceptionally well, we have a good chance to win. If one plays well or nobody else, or none of the three play well, just go to the standings and add an L because we're not winning. So it's all about guard play and, and, and in that game against Boston, and it's not about scoring for the guards managing the game, defensive guard, defensive rebound, coming up with the scrums, the 50-50 balls, hard-nosed plays, just making the right pass, and, and that's what happened, and we found ourselves on the, on the right side, had a great win, and we were right back to a gas station on Saturday <laughs> night. Now our next uh, object, uh, objective is we got to win some home games. We've, been, we've won three ACC, we're three and three in the ACC, and all three have come from the, on the road. Hmm. Uh, we got to start winning some home games now. Do I have to add guard play? To the Josh Pastor bingo card now? Yeah, because I, I got no margin for error. Guard play. Um, um, what else? Give me some other things I have. A I mean, modern miracle. Modern That's miracle. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Mm-hmm. We've, had, we've had some others. Uh, tail, rear end. Yeah. Um, you know, I've used that quite a bit. So uh, motor, I mean, you know, a couple other things. What the heck? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, your, your backcourt received that message. Jose Alvarado, eight assists, tied a career high, which you set the previous Saturday versus North Carolina, and helping Georgia Tech to the 71-52 win over Boston College. We know you have questions. You can do so right now by calling us up, 866 866- 
877-7020. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. And GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Back for more after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms, and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is presented by your Atlanta area BMW Center's BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics, along with head coach Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra visiting you this Monday night. Two opportunities to catch the Jackets in McCambridge this week, Wednesday versus Notre Dame, Saturday versus Virginia, as Georgia Tech looks to build upon that 19-point road win over Boston College from Saturday. That game featured 13 points, six rebounds from Jordan Usher, the Canton, Georgia native. I know you had really challenged Jordan to be more active on the boards. You said afterwards that was the best game he had played in the Yellow Jacket uniform. Besides the rebounds, what else pleased you about Jordan's effort? Yeah, uh, uh, Andy, so here's the thing with Jordan. <clears throat> and um, I know because I think this is our first show since he's even been eligible, um, you know, back since he's been eligible. I think you're right. Yeah, so look, Jordan hadn't played in over a year. 
um, and December 18th at Ball State, it was bad. I mean, we had a bad stretch December 7th through December 18th. We did, even though we've had a bad game for Syracuse, December 14th for Kentucky, we played great defense, but you know we still weren't real good offensively. And then uh, December 18th, we weren't real good against Ball State, obviously. And so we just had a bad week and a half stretch of basketball. We just weren't a good team during that week and a half. Was it because of finals? Was it the exhaustion? Was it whatever it may have been? There's just a week and a half. And part of it, people have to understand that you want to see your team get better. I mean, again, it's it's about where do you start and, and how do you finish, but also are you getting better? Um, you know, Georgia Tech fans are highly, you know, educated, both obviously not only academically, but, but they're a high educated about sports. They get sports, and they want to see their team get better. They, they believe in the blue collar, the work ethic, you know, the, the playing the hard and, and, and getting better on that. So, um, um, you know, we have gotten better. But to that point, you know, Jordan Usher, it's taken him some time to get caught up to understanding of what we need to do, what our standards are on how to play. I mean, he's, he, he just has not played in over a year, and it just takes a little time to adjust. You just throw him in at mid-year, and you're trying to figure it out. Last game versus Boston College, it was his best game since he's been in a Georgia Tech uniform. He, he, he did a great job, and I told him this, your bread and butter is your motor without the ball. Is your motor without the ball. Offensive and defensive rebounding. When you're in the half court with the ball, you don't need a motor. You need to slow down, and you need to conquer the ACC, that ACC name in the paint, to make plays for others. But you've got to slow down on your on your footwork, and we're spending a lot of time on that, Andy. I said in transition, you should be playing downhill at a high speed and attacking the rim and playing, you know, trying to go violently attack the rim and get a dunk. That's when you can play with your motor when it's in transition. But, and let me say this: in the Duke game, we missed him two times. We, we Bubba Parm didn't throw it ahead to him one time, and Michael Devoe didn't throw it to ahead to him one time. When he would have had a dunk on both of them, we missed him on that. Uh, but um, so he, he, first Boston College, we had a good talk on Thursday prior to the game, and he and he had a great practice on Friday, had a great shoot around on Saturday, and I think he's understanding. Okay, this is my bread and butter. I don't need to be cute, casual or cool with the ball. My what, what, What's gotten me here is my motor without the ball. The how hard I've got to play on the rebounding, on the cutting, on the defensive end, on the second effort, the third effort. And we've, we as a staff has got to continue to help him get better in the half court with footwork. He's improving. And we'll continue on that. And we'll continue to get him better. I think the proof's in the pudding as fans, have you seen that we are going to get our guys better? We're going to spend time on 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 teaching and tutoring them to be the best that they can be, and working on the little things like the footwork and understanding the parts of the game. So now Jordan just got to take the next step and continue and put two games together. You know, besides a play in the first half where he tried to force it with his left hand, I had to pull him out. He had a defensive error in the second half other than that he was he was pretty good and i thought he did a great job for the for the for the majority of the game i'm not speaking about jordan specifically but college players in general do you have to have a conversation with them cuz they might hear your best attribute is your motor off the ball and 
through their ears, it might be, well, well, that sounds like you don't trust me when I do have the ball in my hands, and you have to explain to them, no, 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 this is what I mean. This is how we can maximize your effectiveness, maximize the type of player you can be. Is that something that requires a little more of, a, of an explanation yeah. so that guys don't take that the wrong way? You know, I, I stole this from uh, Billy Donovan, and it's the truth. And Because Coach, when Billy Donovan was at Florida, he and I, I was sitting with him one time in a recruiting event, and he and I were talking about this, and it's the truth because I believe in this. He said he calls it the 95% rule, and uh, he and and I, I really need to do this on my um, on my on my gym or my thing. I need to put 95% all over the floor. He says players are play basketball without the ball 95% of the time. If you really look at it, the amount of time the ball's in your hands is probably less than 90 seconds, unless you're the point guard. It might be less in your hands of 90 seconds in a 40-minute game. So 95% on a good side. 98% probably is you don't, you're playing the game of basketball without the ball in your hands. And so when I'm telling our guys about the motor, you know how many times I use the word <laughs> motor? Motor, 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 that, that you're constantly telling these guys for them to understand. <laughs> man, how do you impact winning without scoring? And that's what I'm on the guys about all the time impact winning without scoring and when you can do that you become extremely valuable i'll give an example in the duke game moses wright and james banks combined were 10 for 31 boy did they miss a lot of open shots or short shots around the rim but i could not take them out of the game because they impacted winning with how hard they played rebounding wise both offensively and defensively, and the way they defended was shot-blocking and controlled the red zone in the paint. So I told guys, hey, they missed a bunch, but I didn't pull them out because they impacted winning and were such a positive mm-hmm. with the way they were th- with their motor plays. And I told that to Jordan. I said, Jordan, the other day you shot a tough shot versus Boston College. I wasn't real pleased one of your corner threes, but because you were impacting winning with the way you were rebounding and playing the right way, I let you play through that. And that's what it's about. When you can impact winning and you're a positive over then the, the, the maybe some mistakes you make here and there, that's when you're able to play through those. All right, let's stretch the segment out a little more. we got some time to play with, so we want to go to the phone lines, 866-477-7020. David in Atlanta joins us next. David, welcome in. Go ahead. You're live with head coach Josh Pastner. Coach, you've talked an awful lot about uh, all the things that uh, we've enjoyed watching, everybody getting really excited and, and driving. The one thing that I noticed, it seemed like everybody stepped up cutting to the basket, which I know is something that you preach a lot in the first half of the Carolina game, and all your guys did that against Boston College, and it's not just Jordan that needs to impact the ball without the, uh, excuse me, impact his play without the ball, but uh, Moses and Banks as well, uh, both of those guys, all three of you guys, need to keep cutting. How, how do you reinforce that and keep them doing that? Yeah, David, great great uh, question. Appreciate you calling in, as always. Uh, um, so let me say this, David. I'm, I'm a big believer in cutting, so just, you know, on, on cutting without the basketball. Now, we have made some adjustments. I felt d- – and, 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 and this is a Jimmy's and Joe's game. It's not an X's and O's. It's a Jimmy's and Joe's in a, in a sense that, 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 you know, when we had missed Jose Alvarado, it was not – we were just an average team. We struggled. When you take the quarterback or the point guard off of a team, you're going to struggle. And as much as we rely on him it, we, and the things that he does, uh, we, it was just – we were just not the same team. So 
when we got when we got him back, David, I I I changed some things. If you've noticed, I've taken some things away. Where 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 Ben Lammers, we were playing through him so much at the elbow. I I've moved James away from that, and 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 having more stuff where where maybe he's not handling it at the elbow as much anymore, and more in the guards' hands. And you're right, David. And that, and then this is where something where Jordan was better last game is about the cutting without the ball. And so it's also we're talking about our pivots on our footwork. And you're right, Moses and James, especially a guy like Moses, he's got to continue to be diving and cutting. There was a time there where James caught the ball versus Boston College. If you remember, kind of early in the second half, James kind of got doubled and Moses stood on the three-point line instead of cutting right to the rim. So it is something that we constantly show film on. We're constantly talking about moving and cutting without the basketballs. I tell the guys, every cut that you make, you need to score twice. You need a cut for a layup, but then also so finish your cut all the way beyond the three-point line to be able to shoot a three and make a three. So we, we, we've been much better with it, David, as of late. I don't think we were real good in, the, in, that, in that mid-November, early December time period. We just were, we were stagnant. We, weren't, we just didn't have our mojo, and part of that was not having Alvarado. We are just a different team right now with them, and I think we have a better understanding of our identity and who we are. And look, I can't bring back November, December. I mean, we had a great win at NC State, obviously, but but with the injury, and we kind of struggled. We were up and down, uh, and and but but that's what you you want to see your team get better, and we are getting better, and we are heading in the right direction. It doesn't mean we guarantee any wins, but but for for yourself, David, and everybody else, they want to see good ball movement, good player movement, along with playing hard on the defensive end, and we're trending in that right direction. All right, David, thanks so much for the phone call. Make sure you make a hard cut straight inside McCambus Pavilion. Wednesday night, 8.30 p.m., when we tip off against Notre Dame, we'll preview the Irish a little later on here on GT60. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. How'd you like that segue, by the way? Great job. You're, you're, listen, my, I want to give a shout-out to my parents because they think you're awesome. They listen all the time, oh. too, and they, they, everybody com- compliments about how good you are. So I'll, yeah. I'll take as many of them as I can get. Trust me, the, the room needs to fill up faster than I, than, than I need. All right, we'll continue on here. It's GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. At Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with the nice cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Welcome back to GT60 here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 866-477-7020, the number to call, the hashtag to tweet with your question is GT60. You alluded to this in the last segment, being strong with your pivot when you have the basketball. And can you sort of peel back the curtain, Coach, from, from practice? Because I've noticed you guys have placed a really particular emphasis on this of late under the tutelage of your assistant, Anthony Wilkins, and that's just the fundamentals of coming to a jump stop, using your pivot, making sure that the, the pass is crisp, the footwork is good. Why such a attention paid to that this year? Well, uh, uh, a few things. Uh, one is I, I want to – Coach Wilkins has done a great job with – with a lot of the player development, obviously, as, as my associate coach, Coach Reveno, and my other assistant coach, Coach Schwartz, all three have done a great job with player development and teaching. Um, and, and our famous sports information director, Mike Stamus, is here with us, and I, he might be able to tell us, but you might have it. At one point in the season, we were I think we were dead last in the ACC or one of the worst in the country in turnovers. And this is prior to the Alvarado coming back. And I said, hey, we've got to, we got to change something right now, guys, because we're the way we're shooting the ball and turning it over is a recipe for disaster. And it and it showed it. It was in in, in a lot of games. So I said, we've got to completely change. And I called it course correction in the middle of the season. And so we really started changing and just going down to the almost elementary of kindergarten type of basketball stuff to get our guys better. Because I said, hey, we might have skipped a couple steps and they weren't ready to skip some steps. And so we've spent a lot of time on footwork, just on the proper passing, on on pivoting, on proper catching. And yes, we've still had some games with some turnovers, but you can see us getting better. And we're and and it's an old school thing of just being really good at the basics, um, and just being really sound and 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 being at a high level at the littlest things. I, I tell our guys all the time: there's more people that go into the hospital for mosquito bites than they do for elephant being stampeded by an elephant. 
And you might say, what does that mean? My point is, is is the mosquito is a little thing. An elephant stampede is a big thing, but the little things bite you in the rear. And, um, and so my, my, the, the thing is, is paying attention to the smallest of details. And, and that is being just really good at those small details. And that is an area that we recognize we had to get better at. We could not keep going down that same path of what we were doing, the way we were turning the ball over. And now with it all, we're shooting the ball better. We're taking care. We're still doing better. We're doing better of taking care of the ball. We still got to get much better at it. We got to get that thing down to, to nine or less turnovers still. So we've, we've got to even make even a more point of emphasis on that. We're, we're spending a lot of time just on three-on-two fast break stuff or two-on-one fast breaks. We're, earlier in the year, we were not doing a good job in finishing in fast break opportunities. We are now doing a much better job in transitioning in, in, in transition basketball at finishing and, and scoring and taking advantage of that. Our famous, world-famous uh, sports information director, Mike Stamus, just gave you a crazy stat that on the road we're averaging 71 points per game and at home we're averaging 62.9 points per game. During, after the game on Wednesday, on Saturday after we beat Boston College, a couple of guys came to his coach. we got to start winning some games at home now. I mean, you know what I mean? So that's, that's really the next thing. But we're spending a lot of time on that. And you look at it, you know, in the Duke game, for example, those turnovers in that first half ended up kicking our butt. And, and and biting us in the rear end. And, and part of that was because of, you know, those turnovers led to pick sixes. So it's we're still a work in a progress, but we're trending again in the right direction on, on handling the ball and doing the right thing. We're becoming a better offensive rebounding team. We're spending time on that. So these are things we're just trying to be better and it's been sh- and it's showing up and and that's part of a team are you getting better are you making strides the right way and and we had good course correction it's not easy to do that sometimes because you're in the middle of the season you think man i've got to maybe um, you know you're changing a bunch right then in the in the heat of it and but it was the best thing for us and at this point it's been good for us Every coach interprets the stats differently. Talking about turnovers, do you put more weight on the number of turnovers or the differential in points off turnovers? Um, I, I just look at the number of turnovers okay. um, instead of more over the points. I mean, look, because you could have, like you said, you could have 16 turnovers, but they only might score four points off it. My thing is, is out of those 16, yeah, they might not score a bunch, but you're missing the opportunities to score. And for us – you know, we've struggled to score. Now, lately, we've been much better. Uh, but there's been times in our four years here where we've we've been so good defensively, but we've been it's been hard for us to, to generate some offense. And now I think we've been much better this year. And in fact, uh, Mike Stamus, am I correct uh, about the points per possession? Are we still um, having over 70 possessions right now? And there's only four times since 1997 in Georgia Tech history since 1997 that a team at Georgia Tech has averaged 70 or more possessions. So as I said in the preseason, we're going to play faster. Right now, we'd be the fifth team, the the number five team in the history of Georgia Tech since 1997 um, to average 70 or more possessions in a game. And that's where we're trending right now. So with that, yes, there might be a little more turnovers, but that's where we've got to be better about that because if we take care of the ball and with some of our better scoring opportunities now, limiting those turnovers and trying to get in single digits, it gives us more opportunities to get shots up at the rim and then from there either score it or get offensive rebounds. And, and that should put into context just how impressive Jose Alvarado's stat line was versus Boston College. Eight assists, tied a career high, just one turnover. Boston College was second in the ACC 
in steals per game. Jose valued the basketball, and Georgia Tech was able to value a win as a result of it. Coming up, we'll have our Coca-Cola ACC refresher. And still time for you to chime in with your questions for Coach Josh Pastor. 866-477-7020. The hashtag on Twitter is GT60. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics and GT60, right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network, presented by Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Woo, got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, along with head coach Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra getting you ready for Wednesday night at McCamish, 8.30 when we tip off Georgia Tech versus Notre Dame. Remember, Georgia Tech and Notre Dame squared off in the ACC tournament last year. 13 all-time meetings in the ACC between the Yellow Jackets and Fighting Irish. The average margin of victory, 5.2 points. So if you do not yet have your ticket procured for Wednesday night at McCamish, make sure you get one well, and make sure you get loud. And, and, and here's the other thing. I don't know if my, our world-famous uh, sports information director, Mike Stamus, knows this. The last three times we played Notre Dame, they have a total of 54 offensive rebounds against us. Now, and, we've won two – We've so we won. We won. They they beat us twice last year. We split during the regular season. They beat us in the conference tournament. That's an average of 18 offensive rebounds a game. And against statistically, us. they have not been an upper echelon offensive rebounding team in the ACC. No, but it's Mooney. 
I mean, number 33, Mooney, is really good. Man, I mean, he's, have you seen his averages? He's averaging 17 and 15 during conference play right now. He just had 19 rebounds the other day. Against Louisville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's an interesting stat. They've, they've got us on the glass the last three games we've played them. You know, three, we played them three times last year. But you're right, every game – the game at their spot came down to the end. The game at our spot came down to the end. And obviously the game, we were up 72-69. Or they were up 72-69 after jumping on us the first half uh, with a minute one to go. And Mooney hits a big shot to go up five. And, and that was the game last year in the conference tournament. So, um, But look, I think pre- a couple things on Notre Dame. They're number one in the country in, a, in assist. They're number one in the country in assist to turnovers. Ratio, they're number two in the country in least turnovers, and they're number one in the country in least fouls. Yeah, fewest fouls per game. So the one thing about them, they're better than their record, their conference record, because they should have beat Louisville. They were up. They were up four after being down sixteen. They're they're never out of it a game with. They're, they're, they just they do not beat themselves. It's really incredible. You got to give Coach Bray so much credit. They're just they're never out of it. How many times like last year we got up a lead and they just come roaring back. They should have beat North Carolina State. They did beat Syracuse. They had Boston College beat. They've just lost some leads late. So, but the point is, you're not going to. They're not going to beat themselves. You're going to have to beat Notre Dame because they don't turn it over. Because they shoot the ball so well. Prentice Hubs, um, Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. Those guys can really shoot it. Obviously, Mooney. Uh, they got multiple other guys. They're just a good basketball team. Yeah, their four, last four games in the ACC have been decided by a total of 10 points. Yeah. Margin of victory or defeat, 1-1. One, one, uh, I believe it was three versus Louisville, so that makes five uh, when they lost to North Carolina State. So yeah. one and four in the ACC, but they could easily be three and, this and two league, or four and one. And this league right now is crazy. I mean, it's just wide open. I mean, people asked me today at the press conference for media availability, about, I mean, what do you make of it? Now, listen, last year it was so top-heavy. The league was really good last year from top to bottom, but you had three superpowers in Duke, Carolina, Virginia. All could win the national championship, and all were number one seeds, which never has happened before in, in out of a comp- basketball league. This year, you don't have, you know, right now probably just Duke could qualify for the one seed, for a one seed in one of the regions, but the league is so balanced from everywhere else. So you maybe don't have that superpowers at the top where last year the league was just as good. It was so balanced, but the three teams up top were just, it was so, now it's just, it's a, it just varies and it's wide open. Anyone can beat anyone on any given night and anything can happen in this league. It's a wide open league. It's going to be a heck of a race as we continue to get down to the finish line here and should be really interesting as we continue to move forward. Because the narrative that started to creep in this week that the ACC is down. And I think people are looking at Virginia now out of the top 25. They're looking at uh, North Carolina and its struggles and uh, some other teams for whom maybe expectations were higher than their record is at present, like a Syracuse. What's your rebuttal to that? Well, I mean, look, I mean, first of all, you you just look around the country. Everybody's – there's just parity all throughout the country, Andy. How many times has the number one team that was ranked one have lost? Or you need Ohio- a second hand to count it. I know I, that. I mean, Ohio State it was number one just a few weeks ago. Now they've lost, I think, four or five in a row. And so, I just think it's one of those things where it's just tons of parity and everybody's good. And and and, it's, and, it, and it just makes it for an exciting time. We'll see what happens. We've got to keep getting better. Um, but I like where we're at. We're, we're we've improved. We're a better team than where we've been. I'm really proud of our guys, and we just got to keep moving forward, man. And 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 got a great opportunity on Wednesday against a really good basketball team. And so let's see how it all shakes itself out. But uh, I just think it it makes it exciting. There's just parity. I don't think you can sit here today and say 
I can tell you the four teams are going to be in the in the in the in the in Atlanta. And, and you know, it was interesting last year. I had I think everyone assumed Duke was going, to, even though it didn't end up that way. Duke, Virginia. I thought everyone thought you know, uh, Carolina possibly. You know, they thought you know. Uh, but 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 even like Virginia had to get a little lucky towards the end there. So, um, but there was clear cut Virginia was the best team in the country. Duke with their talent, um, and um, you know, so this year I don't think anybody could say that who's who or who's what, and it's just going to be a wide open race, and that's going to make this next few months fun. Yeah, going to make every night in the ACC and really fun. Every game. night in the ACC is going to yeah. be fun. I don't think there's any ACC games tonight, is there? There is not. There are three tomorrow, and we'll preview that in their Coca-Cola ACC refresher on the other side of this break. I'm Hi, not trying Rick. to take your job, Andy. Don't well, worry. That was a nice segue. So yeah. you passed the ball to there me. You go. Yeah. Higher Regency Atlanta has rambling rates all season. Visit HigherRegencyAtlanta.com and use offer code GTAC. Higher Regency Atlanta, preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics, and that Coca-Cola ACC refresher follows this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard. And our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable. Forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside tech athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. Live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. 
time for a Coca-Cola ACC refresher three contests in the league on Tuesday. Duke travels to Clemson. Louisville is at Pittsburgh. Virginia Tech is at Wake Forest. And alongside our game on Wednesday, Syracuse hosts Boston College. Florida State takes on Virginia. Virginia, well, if they don't win that one in Tallahassee, Coach, they could come to McCain as losers of three straight out of the top 25. And then Miami is at North Carolina State. Our ACC refresher brought to you by Coca-Cola. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. North, uh, Notre Dame, your opponent on Wednesday, we talked about their ACC record 1-4, but so many of those games have gone down to the wire, and John Mooney in particular. He has 10 straight double-doubles. 13 on the season. You told us his numbers in conference play, 17 points, 15 rebounds per. So aside from him being a really rugged rebounder, he can also put the ball in the basket. Offensively, where do they like to utilize him? How do they like to maximize him? Yeah, well, first off, I just think he's a really good basketball player. Um, you know, he was originally going to go to Florida, um, and then Billy Donovan left for the <clears throat> Oklahoma City Thunder, and that's how Notre Dame got him. Couldn't Billy Donovan have left a year later, and so Mooney had played for Florida then? I mean, goodness gracious, this guy is just a good basketball player. You don't average – what is the average during conference play? Like, my stats are in my in my bag, but 17 and 15 right now during conference play. And so, man, he's a good basketball player. But what I would tell you is he's just – you know, he's a really good offensive rebounder. He He's shooting 30-some-odd percent from, the, from three during – total overall during just conference now he's only he's two for 11 but you got to respect him as a three-point shooter as well too um, you know I, I don't know how to explain it Andy he's just good and he plays his tail off and he's got really good feel he's a skilled guy he knows how to play it, it, it seems like he's adapted just creating angles yeah, for himself and, and, and ducking know, in. You know, you, you say, what position is he? Because he, he, he's not like, you know, he's not he's a four, but he plays the five, and then sometimes he'll play the four. He's just kind of a in between a four, five, five, four. And the best way I could describe him, he's just a player. Um, and, and, and what I would tell you is Prentice Hubs has really improved. You know, he really wasn't shooting the ball well last year. And now I think, again, I, my stats are my bag, but he's shooting, you know, um, He's a 40% three-point yeah, shooter. So he and he, I don't know what he was numbers last year, but he wasn't at that at that at that rate. Mm-hmm. And so he's really gotten better and improved. Um, so you know, look and 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 they, Mooney has given teams problems based on his offensive rebounding, um, the way he plays. He doesn't just catch it deep at the block. He catches in the long post. He catches the three-point line. He'll catch at the elbow. Uh, he'll 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 be at the at the free throw line. So he's just a guy that's a tough matchup, and you spend a lot of time in the in the in the staff you know uh, conference room debating how do we guard this guy? What do we do? What do we do here? What do we do there? And um, he's just a he's a he's a he's a matchup nightmare in a sense of of trying to figure that out. Well, I will say this: uh, very tenacious offensive rebounder. You told us earlier in the program, Notre Dame, 54 offensive rebounds. Their last, their, their three games against the last, last year. year. Duke came in here last week, fourth in the nation in offensive rebounding percentage. They had their lowest offensive yep. rebounding percentage in a game all season against Georgia Tech. So beginning to tilt that in the Jackets' direction, and, and we'll see if that can continue. And, and on we're Wednesday. doing better on the glass as well, too, us getting offensive rebound opportunities and keeping balls alive. And that's been a big thing with us as well, too, as I was telling David earlier in our in our in, in, in the caller that uh, that's just another way for us to score having a motor without the ball. Yeah, plus six on the boards versus Boston College. You were plus ten against Duke. Blue Devils also came into that game number one in the ACC in rebounding margin. 
You got a stat, we can probably find it. All right, we'll take one final timeout, wrap things up with the head coach, Josh Pastor. It is GT60 here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms and clearance centers across the u.s operations in the uk and partners in more than 80 countries no other furniture rental company can match court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home an office a great place to work and an event a memorable celebration for more info visit court.com gt60 will be right back after these local messages on the georgia tech sports network from learfield img college It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Thanks so much for listening to this week's edition of GT60. We talked about how electric that atmosphere was last Wednesday when number two Duke came to town. Another opportunity to create the atmosphere this Wednesday night when your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. 8.30 to tip time. We'll be on the air to accompany, hopefully, on your ride into McCamish, our network airtime at 8 o'clock. If you were part of that atmosphere last Wednesday versus the Blue Devils, be part of it again. If you missed out on being a part of it, Make sure you contribute to it uh, because you know, Coach, and, and your players just keep raving about what they felt and the energy that they received from the crowd last Wednesday uh, against Duke. Well, everything's about energy, Andy, and our crowd has been great. I mean, the fans here are fantastic, are awesome, are incredible, uh, sensational, and, and, and part of that is just, you know, it's about energy in the building. And they, as I told our guys today, <clears throat> you know, you ever seen the movie The Gladiator? And one of the scenes in the movie The Gladiator is where uh, Russell Crowe says, he's talking to one of the other guys, says, you want to win, because he's, you know, chained up, and he says, you want to win your freedom. 
or he says, to win your freedom, you got to win the crowd. And I told our guys that. And to win the crowd, man, we just got to play so dang hard. You got to play with such energy, such, such just intensity that every 50-50 ball, diving on the floor, having that motor, because Georgia Tech faithful, man, they love blue collar. They love the, rolling the sleeves up, putting the, the, the working hat on, the working boots on, and just getting to work and, and diving on the floor and having those floor burns on your knees and your elbows. That's what Georgia Tech loves. And so you do that you win the crowd and um, and they appreciate our effort versus Duke they gave us a great lift we got two home games this week we got uh, Notre Dame Wednesday yep. 8:30, and then Virginia Saturday at 8 p.m. a couple of great opportunities to pack up McCamish support your Yellow Jackets look forward to seeing you here Wednesday 8:30 for the Jackets and Notre Dame Fighting Irish and that wraps up this week's edition of GT60 coach we appreciate it thank you thank you Andy he's head coach Josh Pastor for our network engineer Miller Pope Dan Quartz inside the network studios I'm Andy Demetra thanks once again for listening to GT 60, you heard it right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. You've been listening to GT60 live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in each week throughout the year to get the latest on Yellow Jacket Athletics. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College.